and he and he's given us his, his commandments. So so loving the Lord our God. We read last week that it was the the first commandment that God gave that God gave to us is to, to love God with with our whole being. The second commandment was what? Love your neighbors. Yeah, love your neighbors. Love others. Okay, love others. And so we went back to Exodus and we looked at the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. See, the Ten Commandments were given to who? Moses. Moses to give to who? Okay. At that time, it was given to the the Israelites, right? Yes. Because the Israelites were being led out of where? Egypt. Egypt. Okay. Out of slavery. Out of slavery to where? Promised. Yeah, promised them. God delivered them. Got them out of there. And then during that time, there was given, the Ten Commandments was given to Moses. Now just imagine... You probably know the story. When Moses was coming out of the mountain, that he was there with God, and he was bringing back the Ten Commandments, what did he see? People worshiping an idol. Yeah. I mean, people began to do their own thing. And then what was their excuse? They said, we thought that you were dead. We didn't know what happened. You know, we didn't know what was going on. Um, today, look at look at America. Look at all all these places. What's happening? What's going on? You know, and but Jesus is coming back, and He's coming soon. But today, as children of God, are you glad that you know God? Yes. Are you glad that you're a child of God? Yes. See, that's why he says, get ready and be ready. Yes. So when Moses came out of the mountain, were the people ready? No. No, they weren't. They weren't. But on, on their behalf, Moses asked for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And God gave him another chance. God gave him another chance. So today, us as children of God... When we pray, we're interceding also on the behalf of those who are lost, those that uh, have not turned to God yet, those that have turned their backs. We're praying. We're asking God to deliver them. We're asking God to that they will know the truth and by the truth that they will be set free. Amen, yes. you know, and, I, and I believe that as we continue to do this, God is going to answer prayers. You know, homes are going to be restored, yes. just as we read right here, talk about this with your children in your homes. Um, when you sit at the dinner table, you know, don't, don't, don't look at your phone or don't let your children look at your phone, their phones. Instead, talk to them. Look them in the eye, talk with them, you know, ask them about God, share, share with them about the message. And, you know, just little bits and pieces here and there. And, um, you know, if we begin to do this more and more, you know, that, that's when God will bless each and every one of us. Uh, let's go to um, 
Deuteronomy uh, 28. Look at, the, look at um, Deuteronomy 28. If you have a title, what does your title say on that, on that chapter? What does it say? Blessings for obedience. Blessings for obedience. Okay. Mine here says that the Lord will bless you if you obey. Yeah. And then verse 1 and 2 says, Today I am giving you the laws and teachings of the Lord your God. And then it says, Always obey them, and the Lord will make Israel the most famous and important nation on earth. And He will bless you in many ways. Praise God. Praise the Lord. By your obedience, God will bless you. Praise the Lord. Now, go down to verse 15. Look at verse 15. Verse 15 says, Israel, today I am giving you the laws and teachings of the Lord your God. And then here it says, and if you don't obey them, he will put many curses on you. Look at verse 19. What, what, does, what, what does your version say? Cursed when you when you come in and out. Cursed when you go out. Okay. Does anybody have a different translation? Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. Okay. I had this one here. Okay. He says, "Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country." Okay. Wow. This one says, "The Lord will make you fail in everything you do." Yeah. You know, curse. The Lord God will put a curse on you if you disobey. The Lord will make you fail in everything you do. Who wants to be a failure? Who wants to be blessed? I mean, not just blessed by the world, but Blessed by God. There's a difference. You know, the world will tell you how to try to how to try to get rich. You know, they'll try to tell you. And, uh, th- this is what, what what I really noticed that one day. We went home and we stopped at the at the gas station. And then I, just out of nowhere, I, I looked at the window, and on the window I saw the, 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 the Powerball. And I, I seen how much the Powerball was at. And that was the first time I noticed that sign in probably almost a year. And I thought, wow, amazing. You know, because my whole being is just looking to God. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you just look to God... Things like that, it seems like you just don't notice. You don't notice those things. But people, when they don't look to God, they're looking here, and they're looking here, and then they're looking, and then they see those things like that, and then, it, and then it, that's what takes their minds off of God, and then that's what they want. 
And, and I thought, if, if we were to just stay focused on God, stay focused on God. So last week we talked about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Who remembers the first commandment? The first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. Right? What does that mean? Having idols. Okay, idols, yes. Put in, so in other words, putting things before God. Okay? What are people putting things before God? Okay, material things, yeah. Money, mm -hmm, all these things, putting it before God. And um, last week I, I, I made a point is that, um, you know, God, what's, what's the most important thing that God wants from each and every one of us? Seek Him. Yeah, to seek Him, to have a relationship with Him, and then to what? To, to worship Him. Worship Him. Remember, we went through um, Revelation, and, and, and in Revelation it says that, you know, he, he, he wants our worship. God wants our worship. Now, if we put other things before God, what are we doing? We're, we're starting to worship those things. And, um, and I made an illustration with this, with all this money that, that people are giving out, or the government's giving out, they're putting their hands like this, like this, because of when you, when, this is a form of worship, right? So this is like what they're doing, and they're doing this. Instead, they should be worshiping God, you know, thanking God, looking to Him, and trusting in Him that He will provide, that He will bless, and that He will take care, and that He will, you know, do all these things. Instead, people are turning the other way, turning the other way. And, it, and it's, it's sad to see that happening in our, in our country. So, the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. What, what's the second one? No idols. Yeah, you shall not make idols. Idols. Okay? And then the third one is, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Right? So in other words, how we talk. How we talk. And then this, this was my question last week was this. How, how do people look at you? What is your reputation? You know, how, what is your reputation? How's your language? How's your, 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 you know, when you're out there, how do people see you? So we're going to continue from here, and we're going to start right here and now with the fourth one. The fourth one. So actually, let's go ahead and go to um, Exodus. Exodus. And let's go to chapter 20. And there, you're going to find what? Ten the Ten Commandments. Look at uh, verse 8. Yeah, Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. 
Okay, I'm, re I'm reading right here from the CEV. It says, remember that the Sabbath day belongs to me. So the Sabbath day belongs to God. Right? In the New King James says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Okay? So what are we remembering? So right here in, in verse 6 says, remember. Remember the Sabbath day. So what does that mean? Remember. What are you remembering? Okay. Take time and day for God. What is the Sabbath? Is it a day to sleep? Is it a day to not work? Yes. Okay. So, so the, 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 the Sabbath, that day, well, why did God put that in, in, as part of the commandments? What, where do we also learn that? God did this, right? Mm -hmm. Where did he do this? In the beginning. Yeah. Because it says on the seventh day, God did what? Rest. 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 Right? Rest. So, the key word, okay, the key word is what? Rest. 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 Now, th this, is, this is kind of what I've um, got from, 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 from studying the word, the Sabbath. A day of rest. And then God says that it is holy. And then he says, remember the Sabbath. So, what day of the week is the Sabbath? Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. Okay. What day? So now let me ask you this. What day of the week do you rest? Sunday? Somebody, I heard first day. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, uh, different um, churches out there. They, there's, there's the, um, what's, what, what's that one church? They, they, they go to church on um, Saturday. Oh yeah, the Seventh Day Adventists, right? The Seventh Day Adventists, they go to church on, on Saturday because they consider that day, that day to be the Sabbath day. So they rest, they don't do nothing on Saturday. And then, like you said, so when you were saying first day of the week, would that be Sunday? Sunday. Is that what you were referring to on there, Sylvia? Okay, all right. And then us, as, as Christians... When do we come together here at the church? Sunday, Sunday right? Okay. Um, how many of you know um, Chick-fil-A? How many of you ate there? Okay. What do they serve there? Chicken. <laughs> okay. Chick-fil-A. Are they open on Sundays? 
Why? They observe their day of rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the owner. The owner is a Christian. And, and he says, on this day, we're not going to be open. We're going to be closed. And here, this is what they told him. Why would you do that? Because in one day, they told him how much money he is losing. How much profit he's not making. Because that one day, he shuts down. So they're trying to convince him to open it up and be open seven days a week. But he says, no, no, no. He's honoring God. Look, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And then your reputation. What's your reputation like? So this owner, what's his reputation? We can see that he loves God, right? And he's honoring God. Yeah, obedient. He's obeying God. Hobby Lobby is the same way too. Hobby Lobby, okay. And, and, and when you go to... Um, have you ever been inside of um, um, Chick-fil-A? Mm -hmm. Okay. They, they, have you heard the music? Mm -hmm. they, they play a lot of, a lot of Christian music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Praise God. I mean, it's just a praise God for, for businesses like that, yeah. that honor God. Now, here's the, here's the Sabbath, okay? The Sabbath is actually a day... For us to set aside time to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Yes, that's, that's what the Sabbath is. It's a day for us to, to, to be strengthened in the Lord. And then it's a day for us to put aside everything and spend time with God. And it's also a time for us to come together and spend time together to encourage one another in the church. In the church. So as I was, as I was doing this, okay, let's go to uh, look at um, Isaiah. Isaiah, go to um, 58. And then look at verse uh, 13. Yeah, Isaiah 58, verse 13. And I'm going to read from the, the CEV here. Okay. Praise God. Look at verse 13. But first, you must start respecting the Sabbath as a joyful day of worship. Praise the Lord. You must stop doing and saying whatever you please on this special day. Then, look, then you will truly enjoy knowing the Lord. He will let you rule from the highest mountains 
and blessed you with the land of your ancestor, Jacob. The Lord has spoken. If our Navajo nation honors this, the word of God, there's going to be breakthrough. Because this is what I've noticed with the Navajo nation. Every Sunday during this pandemic, they've been opening up peep for uh, one of those, those COVID vaccinations. They say, we're going to open on Sunday. Come, get vaccinated. Come, get vaccinated. Come, get vaccinated. And the answer is just right here. Amen, yes. It's right here. You must start respecting the Sabbath as a joyful day of worship. If they would just shut everything down and tell everyone, Go to church. Go to church. Repent. Seek God. Worship God. Pray. And, and keep the churches open. If they would do that, can you imagine what's going to happen? People are going to be healed. People are going to be delivered. Homes are going to be fixed. You know, I mean, just, just what, what God tells us here in His Word. So the, the Sabbath day is a day where we, we are to seek God, where we are to, to, to go and, and just worship Him. And that's why every Sunday we have church. The doors are open. Come, 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 come. During this whole time, there were... Um, you know, people, even today, right now, there are people that haven't come back to church yet. That's right. You know, we, we need to go out there and bring them back in. Bring them back in. Bring them back in. Bring them back in. Now, here's another thing. Okay, let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews. Chapter 4. Look at chapter 4. In fact, somewhere the scriptures say that by the seventh day, God had finished his work. And so he rested. Now go all the way to verse 9. But God has promised us a what? Sabbath. When we well Rest, even though it has not yet come. What does he mean by that? So th this is this is um, what I found out. God created the heaven and the earth, right? The first day, second, third, fourth, fifth. On the seventh day, he rested. Right? 
And then God says that one day is like a thousand years. Mm-hmm. A thousand years is like one day. And that tribulation is going to come and it's going to take place during that time, that seventh day. But for us, we're not going to... By the time that comes and we go back to be with the Lord and when Jesus returns, we're going to spend eternity with Him. That's a day, that's the time for us that we're going to be in the presence of God and we're going to be at peace. That's a day of rest for us for eternity, forever and ever and ever. That's, that's why... That's why I believe um, why God says that the Sabbath is holy. Yes. And, and God honors that. And, and He wants us to remember that Sabbath day, what it means and what it represents and how we should be. So as we come to church on Sundays, we're preparing ourselves. We're training ourselves for that day. Because when that day comes... We're going to be taken up. We're not going to be here. And, when, and, and during that whole time, after the, 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 the thousand year reign, and then, uh, and then when, when, when we get to spend eternity with God forever and ever, that's going to be a day of rest for us forever and ever and ever. Praise God. Hey. Yeah. What about you working on Sunday? So if you're working on Sunday, how many days in a week? Seven days. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you can take a day off during the week and dedicate that day to the Lord and spend time with the Lord in His Word. So... You know, there's times that I do work on on, on Sunday, but um, I always try to bring myself here as much as I can. But if I have to miss a Sunday, then I would I would set aside a day during that week and to just spend time with God and just 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 that, get that rest and, and, and to just look to Him and to just honor Him. So, yeah, go ahead. So, are we saying that Sunday is a Sabbath or Saturday is a Sabbath? Because I'm getting confused. When I read the Bible, it says the seventh day. And when I counted, Saturday is the Sabbath day. Yeah. yeah. Technically, according yeah. to the Word, Saturday is the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But, but today, we, we, we just practice coming together, mm-hmm. meeting together on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, th- this is what because Christianity, being a Christian, a, a child, as um, we meet on Sunday, that's why. Uh, when, remember when I talked about Revelation, when it becomes to that one world religion, there's going to be th- th- those three religions are going to come together and worship in the temple. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday is going to be reserved for Christians. And then um, Friday and Saturday was the, um, the, 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 the Muslim. And the, 
Who who is the other one? Uh, no, no. It's the the Muslim, and, and then the Christianity, and then the the third one. Oh, I can't remember off of my head. But but um but there's gonna be a time where where they're gonna all come together, and they're gonna they're gonna worship in the temple. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But technically, um, Saturday, yes, is the day um, that, that, is, that is called the Sabbath. But when we honor God, we, we're honoring God on that specific day for us, which is Sunday. You know, to, to, to like I said right here, what, um, the Sabbath is a day to, sh- uh, to set aside a time to spend with God and then to, to set aside a time to, to, to be strengthened in the Lord. So actually, let, let's go here. Go to, go to Hebrews. Look at Hebrews. Uh, we're, go to chapter 10. Okay, go to chapter 10. And uh, look at verse 24. And I'm going to point something out here to you and, and to your question also. Look at 24. Let me see if I can go to the New King James. Look at verse 24. Okay. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Now look at 25. Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Okay, now let me read the CEV here. Twenty-four says that we should keep on encouraging each other to be thoughtful and to do helpful things. And then twenty-five says that some people have given up the habit of meeting for worship. And then it says, but we must not do that. We should keep on encouraging each other, especially since you know that the day of the Lord's coming is getting closer. So here in this scripture, God is telling us that to set aside a day for us to come together and to encourage one another and to read the word together and to, and to meet together and to worship God together. So when you read the scripture right here, it doesn't specifically say that we must do this on a specific day. It just it, it tells us right here that um, we should keep on encouraging each other, especially since you know that the day of the Lord is coming, is getting closer. And then before that is that uh, so, some people have given up the habit of meeting for worship. You know, they, they, they stopped doing it. They stopped doing it. So in the Old Testament, so like let's say, See, in the Old Testament, there's some, there's some, there's some, some scriptures that talk about that we shouldn't eat anything 
with a shell. Okay? And, but who, 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 who uh, paid the price for that for us to, to, to do it? Jesus and the New Testament. So uh, um, the Sabbath on a, on a Saturday, yes, we don't meet together on a Saturday, but we still come together on Sunday and we honor God. But we're not saying that's a Sabbath. Yeah, yeah we're, just, we're just setting aside a time where we can come together and honor God. So that's where some people actually, yeah, and then some people still actually live according to the Old Testament, and they're not going to eat. They're not going to eat like um, crab legs or anything like that. You know, shells like lobsters and things like that, because they say that's what it says in the Word. Because they don't understand that Jesus came to 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 help us to get through all of that. When I hear that too, the way I kind of interpret it is it's our own responsibility individually to have that Sabbath, that one-on-one time with God. Yes. So then you have your own church and your own home first thing on Saturday morning when you wake up and then honor it by not doing any work or anything like that or doing something that's enjoyable. Like I really like cleaning my house mm-hmm. and that's still technically yeah. good. But because I, I, I find it like real joy in it, you know, because it's a blessing from God yeah. and it's taking yeah. care of it. So, but um, but yeah, but then um, come Sunday, it's kind of um, fellowshipping um, again with God. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. See, because when you're doing that, like you're saying, you're doing it with a joyful heart because the Word of God says that in everything that you do, do it as if you're honoring God. Mm-hmm. So you're taking that time to do that and you're just enjoying it. And you're just praising God, sweeping the floor, washing the dishes. Instead of, instead of looking at it, it's like, ah, oh, i got to clean the house again today. Yeah. So, so there's a difference in, yeah. in attitude yeah. of, of how you do things. I had a question, too, again. I'm just it's okay. Um, so I have this debate in my head about, like, on the Sabbath, going out to lunch. Because in my mind, I'm causing other people to work on the Sabbath, and I feel like it's a <laughs> I don't know if that's taking it to the extreme or what, but I sometimes think about that. And I know that it also says, like, I know in, uh, we're not Jewish, but in the Jewish culture, uh, the Sabbath technically starts when the sun sets on Friday. Friday so yes. they then begin to prepare their meals and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. That I sometimes have a little guilt going on when I think about going about town, going shopping. Yes, that's enjoyable to me, but then... In doing so, I'm causing other people to work on the Sabbath. But you're not causing them to work every yeah. Sunday, are you? Or Saturday. Or, yeah. or Saturday. Yeah. Okay. But do they come to you and say, I'm not going to work, I don't want to work today because I want to honor God? That's okay. Do they, do they say that to you? Because some people will take advantage of it for the wrong reason. You know, I mean, I, I have employees too that I that I that I put to work to leave them there while I'm here. Yeah. You know, um, but if I have to be there, I'll be there. Right. In, in that sense, but at the same time, you know, I'll 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 share with them too the word of God and what what the word of God says. So when you, when you look at the, the the old laws and you look at the New Testament, that Jesus is the one. 
Jesus is the one that, that paid the price so that we don't suffer the consequences. Jesus is the one. But still, what God is telling us here, what we just read in, in, in Hebrews, is that we, we need to honor God one day out of the week coming together. And, and if you look at this whole country as a, as a whole, does this country do that? No. All they're doing is they're just looking at making money, making, doing other things to, to, try, to, to try to grow, um, I guess, for themselves. See, that's why I brought up the, the Chick-fil-A. Look at what people are saying to him. He's losing so much money. But that doesn't matter to him. He's honoring God by, by, by shutting down. And, and if people begin to do that, this world begins to do that, you know, I, I, I believe that God is going gonna, is gonna to continue to bless this nation because we're, we're, we're setting that time aside to, to honor him. So that, that Sabbath part is, is a real, is a real, there's a lot of debate, you know, what's right and what's wrong. But the bottom line is honor God, put aside everything, spend time with God, spend time with God, spend time with God, and let's, let's continue to come together. And, it, and it's going to be a day of rest, and one day we're going we're gonna to be with God in His presence forever and ever. And he's going to give us, we're going to have that rest with him. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, look at the fifth commandment. Mm -hmm. Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is given you. This, this commandment here is the first commandment with a promise. What's the promise? Mm -hmm. The promise is that you will live long when you honor your parents. So I'm going to go back to Exodus in chapter 20, verse 12. Respect your father and your mother, and you will live a long time in the land I am giving you. What else can we learn from this commandment here? What, what's important to God when he tell, when, through this commandment? Families. Families are important to God. He's telling us to honor. Now, how many of us ever said this? Oh, I cannot wait to move out of this house. How many of you ever heard that? I cannot wait to move out of this house. So, when you're living in your parents' home, and when you move out, does that mean you can do whatever and anything that you want? According to the Word of God? No. no. It doesn't stop here, right? When you move out. It's forever and ever. Because what, what's happening is 
your children are 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 carrying your name, and that that's kind of what I what I um see my son, my son um my my only son, and I was so happy when when he was born, just so happy, excited. And, and and when 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 I see I seen him when he was a little baby and I just put my arms around him and I just held him and that's why I named him after myself <laughs> and and, um, and there's a lot of I have a lot of um, people out there that I come in contact with so they know me I know them and then when they hear his name they go oh I know your dad he hears that all the time I know your dad I know your dad. What's your dad doing? What's he up to? This and that. And one time he came back and goes, Oh, why did you name me Pedro? You know? Everybody always asks about you. Everybody always asks from your son and this and that and whatnot. See, see that that name. He's honoring. So whatever he does out there, you know, people will see that and it's gonna it's, they're not gonna say he did it, they're gonna come back to the parents. Yeah. They're gonna come back to the parents. Yeah. Right. Everything that we do, that you do, is going to always go back to the parents. Mm-hmm. To the parents. And that's why God here is telling us, you know, to honor. Now, not just the parents now, okay? Now, let's look at it spiritually. Who's a child of God? Yeah. Are you a child of God? Yes. Yeah. So everything that you do, that you say, okay? Who is it going to go back to? God. God. If you're a child of God, if you're a Christian, if you believe the Bible, why are you saying this? Why are you doing that? Why are you talking like that? You know, all these things. Honor your parents. Also, is the same thing as honor the Father. Honor God. Honor God. Honor God. So, right here, um, <clears throat> there, there's, we hear about this elder abuse. You know, elder abuse. It, it's, it's, it says that one in ten Americans over the age of 60 experience abuse in one year. One out of ten. One out of ten. It was so, I used to work at a, at a casino, and I, I thought that it was okay, I thought there was nothing wrong with that. I thank God that he, he set me free from that. I thank God that by his word I know the truth, and by the truth that I'm set free. Amen. But at that time when I was doing that, I saw so many kids there just waiting, 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 waiting. And then they would be hungry. And, they, and then the parents would get up, pick them up, no more money, and then walk out with them. Yeah. And then not only the kids, the older, their parents, their parents, the grandmothers, the grandfathers, <coughs> you know, they get their income every first of the month, and that's their only income. And who are they coming in with? Their children. And then they, they, they take the money from their grand, the, the mother and the father, and then they spend it. And then they take the, 
that they take them home. You know, elder abuse. Elder abuse. So that's why the Bible tells us that um, the Bible doesn't say specifically that, that, that gambling is wrong or that casinos are bad, but it's what it causes. What it causes. See, it breaks families apart. It tears families apart. It does that. Why, if you're a child of God, why would you want to support something that tears families apart? It's not right. See, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Let's look at Proverbs. Look at Proverbs. Proverbs, uh, chapter 30. And look at verse 11. Amen, amen, praise God. Amen, thank you, Jesus. So verse 11 here says, Some people curse their father and even their mother. Others think they are perfect. But they are stained by sin. Let me look at uh, the New King James here. Maybe somebody has a different translation. What does yours say? There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. Those who are pure in their own eyes and yet are not cleansed in their filth, of their filth. Okay, so what, what version is that one? Uh, NIV. NIV, okay. Does anybody have a different version? Okay, Sharon, put the New King James up here. Look at the New King James. Proverbs 30, verse 12. I'm sorry, verse 11. Let's start with verse 11 and go to verse 12. New King James. Chapter 30, verse 11. Yeah, put it up here. That's the New King James? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. There, there is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. Okay? Go to uh, verse 12. Now look here. There is a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. Let's go to uh, verse 17. Go to verse 17, Sharon. So look at verse 17. Verse 17 says that the eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. What does that scripture mean? 
we've all have children, a lot of us, and we've all been children, a lot of us. We all have a, a parent, right? When your parent told you to do something, or when you told your children to do something, how many of them did this, or how many of you did this? That's what the scripture is saying right here in verse 17. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother. And then it says, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Have you ever rolled your eyes? Yeah. Somebody told you something? Oh, great. You know? Rolling your eyes. Question? Yeah. Is that scripture says the eye that mocks his father. Is it also kind of saying like whatever a parent does and they do it also. Actions. Like actions. Yeah, but this one specifically is talking about rolling your eyes. You know, like, ugh. You know, that, that kind of deal. That, that's disrespect. Um, Pedro, yeah. in the New Living Translation, it says on verse 11, uh -huh. it says, Some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. They are pure in their own eyes, but they are filthy and unwashed. And then 17 says, The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother's instructions will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. Mm. It's a serious thing. Yeah. It's a serious thing. For God to say that when you do that, that is, you, the, the ravens, and they're going to pluck it out and they're going to eat it. It's a serious thing. Probably also basically means that you can go blind, not only physically, but spiritually as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spiritual blindness, physical blindness. Wow. Praise the Lord. And then look at our country. We see a lot of children, youth, adults. When I was, um, I used to coach kids baseball. And um, I'm just so thankful by the grace of God. Some of these kids, when I've taught them, how I've talked to them, prayed with them, a lot of them remember that. And they've grown up, and a lot of them are adults now. And then they come back, and then they, they, I see them as young men, young women. And I thank God for that. But there are some of those that stray away. And then I see them, you know, doing bad things, awful things. And um, when, I, when I was coaching, when I was coaching, I would say about 70% of those kids did not have a mother and a father. A lot of them just had their mother. No father. No father in their life. And, and, and the mother was doing everything to try to, you know, raise that child. So, so if there's no father figure, you know, in that home, that's where some of these children will just run off and they begin to do their own things. So it, it's very important also you know, for us, for men, fathers, what God has placed upon us to, 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 to be role models and then also for our children.
to, to, to discipline, talk to them, and, and all of these things. So it's very important, very important. Honor your parents. Let's go to the sixth one. You shall not, what? Kill. Kill. Murder. Okay? How many, let me ask you this question. How many of you, how many of us are guilty of this commandment? Okay, so you raise your hand on that? Okay, so what, 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 what do you mean? Your mouth, your tongue, cursing someone. Okay. Even your thought, your thinking, mm-hmm. you can actually kill someone. Very good. Physically, Good. You hit it right on the spot. Good. See, a lot of us don't look at it that way. We think of murder as somebody killing and taking someone's life. Yes, that's part what it means also. But another part of it is this, your words. Because remember what we heard? The Word of God says that your words can cause life or what? Death. And now... Where does that come from? It comes from the heart. Go to, we're still in Proverbs. Let's go back to Proverbs. Go to chapter 4. Chapter 4. And then look at our verse 23. So Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Because from your heart is what comes out and what we speak. The Word of God tells us to guard our heart, guard your mind. And then last week I, 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 I talked about this. There's one word, one word that I, I've taught myself and learned not to use is the word hate. hate. Don't use that word, yes. hate. Yes, exactly. Because hate, what, it, 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 it's, a, it's a strong word that, 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 that stirs up in here. And, and when, when you have that in here and somebody says something or... You know, somebody cuts you off on the road. Whatever is in here is going to come out. You know, and a lot of times, you know, it's, it's bad things, awful things. Just, just like what Brother said here. You know, murder. Murder is not just the physical. That's part of it, yes. But murder is also, or, or, or what, what we say, our actions and and the things that, that we, 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 um, there, there's a, um, <clears throat> there, there's a, some, 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 some statistics here. It says, um, the average American, okay, the average American While see 8,000 murders on television. 
Look at, look at all the movies today. Look at all the things that are on television. There's a lot of violence, a lot of killing. And, and, and then, then, then we, we, we see all these things in front of us. There's, there's a lot of hatred going on. And, and then they're fighting. They're fighting. And look, look at us as Americans and as children of God. We were allowing our kids to watch it or we're watching it. And we're looking at it and we're fascinated by it as entertainment. It shouldn't be entertainment. It's, it's something that's serious that we shouldn't be watching or looking at. We, we need to turn that off. We need to stop watching those things. It's, it's not right. And, and then when, 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 when kids are watching that, children are watching that, all of that is, 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 is being taken into their spirit. And then when they go out, even music, you know, there's a lot of hateful music out there. And, and when, when somebody pushes that person's button, they get mad. They get upset. They get upset. And then things that they say, oh, I hate that person. Oh, I hate that person. Oh, I wish that person was dead. I wish that person would, would, would get hurt. And things like that come out of their mouth. That's murder. That's, that's, that's what this scripture is saying here. Hate. Hate. It, it's... it's it's not good. Look at um. Let's let's go to Matthew. Go to Matthew. And I think I'll 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 finish with this one here. Go to go to Matthew. Um. Chapter five. And then verse 21. So I'm reading from the New King James Version. And this is in red lettering. So if it's in a red letter, who's speaking? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. 21 says, You have heard that it was said of those of old, to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Wow. 23, therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there remember 